Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two of primetime action here on a Friday. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, and with us, we have Wes Reynolds. Wes, we have a face-off coming here very shortly. I would love to get your thoughts on what's going on tonight. Again, the odds as we sit right now, currently 130-135 in favor of Tampa Bay. You can get the Rangers in that plus 110, plus 115 territory. Yeah, and and look, I mentioned the trend, 18-0, Vasilevsky and the Lightning off a playoff loss, and it's gotten bet a little bit because I think it was about $1.25 was the opener. So now you're seeing $1.30, I think as high as $1.35 in the market, but it's not like you've seen a really huge move mm-hmm. necessarily to the Lightning because I think maybe there's something to what Lou Finicaro said, and I did not bet the side. I have a play on the total I'll get to in a moment, but maybe there's something to what he said. You know, this Rangers team, even though they didn't have a lot of time off between that game seven down in Raleigh where they beat the Hurricanes. They only had one game in between, but maybe there's something to these young legs a little bit. And Tampa Bay, you know, when you play all these playoff games, and we see this with NBA players all the time, guys can get old overnight, like when they played so many playoff Mm -hmm. games and they played so many games going into the conference finals and then the cup finals or the NBA finals, depending on your sport here. So maybe there is something to that. I went ahead and played the under. I played five and a half under $1.17. It's probably going to close like $1.20, $1.25 most places, including at draft games. But I do like the under here. I think that's what Tampa Bay has got to do. I don't think that they're going to want to try to outskate this team. Mm. You know, Tampa Bay still has a lot of talent, and these guys can score goals. But I don't think you just want to go up and down with these guys. I think you want to control the puck. Number one, get the puck. Because the Rangers, if you saw, there were several times in that game one where it's like these young lines, you know, the kids line, the number two and the number three lines, they would keep the puck in the zone and Tampa Bay couldn't get off the ice. And they're showing the shift times on the graphics at the top of the screens. And these guys are on the ice for like two minutes mm. and whatnot. Stamp ghosts and Sorelli dying to get off the ice here. And the Rangers wouldn't let them. They just kept it in the zone. So I think Tampa Bay, look, uh, they're going to have to absorb shots. And Tampa Bay has been the best so far in the, in the Stanley cup playoffs in terms of paying the price in terms of blocking shots. And then we know Vasilevsky doesn't let many behind him. I think, 
a lot of that game one, too, was just some rust for Tampa Bay mm-hmm. when you didn't play for eight games. You kind of saw that a little bit with Colorado and St. Louis, even though Colorado, I thought, came out better in that game one against St. Louis. But still, St. Louis led after the first period. They had to go to overtime to beat the Blues in game one of those West semifinals. So maybe there's something to that for Tampa Bay. I understand why they're getting the money here, but I'm not going to back it nor fade it. I just played the under five and a half. Four first pitches coming this hour, Mariners and Rangers. Logan Gilbert for the Mariners, who's been very, very good for them. Dane Dunning for the Rangers. Uh, minus 115 on Gilbert and the Mariners. Minus 105 on Dunning and the Rangers. And flat eight is your total. Uh, Astros and the Royals. Jose Arquiti is uh, minus 125 favorite over Brady Singer and the Royals. They are plus 105 underdogs at home. Eight and a half the total. Uh, Padres and Brewers, I'm on the Padres in this one. Padres plus 150 underdogs with Joe Musgrove on the mound. Corbin Burns for the Brewers, they are minus 170 home favorites. Six and a half the total. And then about a half an hour from now, the Braves and the Rockies. Max Freed for the Braves, Chad Cool for the Rockies. Braves are minus 180 road favorites, plus 155 for the Rockies as home underdogs. 11 is your total. Kelly Bidlin, take it away here for the uh, live update. Yeah, just to update the other baseball games going on right now. Giants up on the Marlins, 6 to nothing in the bottom of the fourth. Live lines currently off the board at DraftKings. The Nationals lead the Reds 6-2. to two. That game in the top of the fifth inning right now. Nationals minus 11.50 live. Reds plus 6.50. 13.5 your live total. Yankees with a 2 nothing lead over the Tigers. That game in the bottom of the fourth inning. Yankees minus 14.50 live. Tigers plus 7.50. 6.5 your total. Aaron Judge has hit his 20th of the year in that game. He's good. Man, he's 20. up to 20 already? 20 Man. home runs. I have an MVP ticket on Aaron Judge at 20 I, to 1. I, oh, you have it way better than I do. Where I think are we preseason. At in, where are we at in the home run race? I'm assuming he's leading. Who's Way what? ahead. Yeah, who, where's like the next guy at? Way ahead. Like 15, guy, 16? Next closest guy I think has 14 or something, something like that. Wow. Uh, uh-huh. Guardians up on the Orioles 5 to nothing. That game in the top of the fourth. Uh, Guardians minus 2,400 live. Orioles 10 to 1. On the money line in Mookie Betts, by the way, the 16. 16 yeah. And then uh, CJ Crone and Jordan Alvarez, who uh, signed a very mm-hmm. rich contract, as we mentioned in the first segment of the program, at 14. Mike Trout at 13. Okay, there you go. Phillies up on the Angels, 4 to nothing. Bottom of the third inning, live numbers off the board there. Diamondbacks and Pirates tied to a piece, bottom of the third. Live numbers off the board there. Uh, Twins up on the Blue Jays, 4-2-3, top of the fourth inning. The Twins, minus 110. Blue Jays down a run, minus 120, 13 and a half the total. And the Rays with a 4-1 lead over the White Sox, bottom of the third. Rays minus 1050 live. White Sox plus 600, nine and a half your total. Yeah, I mean, we were we were talking about some of these elite pitchers that were going tonight and with the Rays side of things, I mean, kind of under the radar, Wes, I, I mean, I say under the radar because I think a lot of people who don't follow real closely mm-hmm. aren't 100%, although that being said, the White Sox did just, White Sox did put one across, so it's 4-1 to one in that one. Um, but in, anyway, the, the Rays, have their pitching staff just continues every single year to continue to get it done over and over and over again. But McClanahan has been absolutely fantastic for them so far. I mean, giving up that the run early in this one ballooned his ERA to 205, mm-hmm. 2.05 on the season, but he struck out five already through the three innings there in that one against the White Sox. Um, and he was the league leader coming into tonight yeah. with strikeouts with 81, so he's already added five to that. And, and, and interestingly enough, it's like I think people overlook some of the Rays pitchers sometimes from that aspect because we've seen, like, Rays go with well, openers. Well, we've they seen assume them, that yeah. Kevin Cash is yeah. going with an opener, like, yeah. every single day, like it seemed like he was doing about three years ago, but not necessarily so. I think uh, McClanahan uh, clearly has been, you know, I think you would have to consider him at least the ace of that staff. I don't think that that's really uh, going 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 to bridge mm-hmm. too far to make that take or make that point. But Tampa Bay is is pretty deep, and they've got guys that they can count on. And look, credit to Kevin Cash because you know a lot of times when you're the first guy to do something, 
Mm-hmm. You got to take the bullets a little bit. He's almost like Brandon Staley in the NFL. When you're the first guy to do something a little bit unconventional, everybody's looking at you like, who is this idiot? But then you figure it out, and then everybody else copycats. And you mentioned McClanahan. Drew Rasmussen has been very mm-hmm. good. Corey Kluber's been relatively pedestrian, Shocking. and he's just been okay. I was going to say, like, shockingly, like, he's the – he's. I'm not going to say the worst of the bunch, but the worst of the name brand bunch yeah. of those guys for sure. Yeah, they basically have, like – three or four set starters, mm-hmm. McClanahan, Kluber, Rasmussen, Jeffrey Springs makes starts and he's not necessarily an opener. He goes usually like to the fourth or the fifth inning. And then you look at all these guys that have to step in Ryan Yarbrough, Jalen Beeks, Luis mm-hmm. Patino, Matt Whistler, who are, uh, was closing a game the other night I saw. So, you know, just making the, you know, arranging the chairs, like, you know, the deck of chairs here and uh, Kevin Cash been able to do it down in Tampa. So we didn't, we kind of, Ran out of time when we were talking about the the NBA series, Kelly. I, I didn't get your your thoughts on whether you thought that number was appropriate, whether you thought it has moved too far. I mean, one night, so we we have now flipped from plus one thirty five down to p- minus one ninety after one game. I think it's fair. Like like Wes said earlier, I I think that's. I mean, we 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 were leaning Celtics anyways. Bet bet the Celtics series price. I think it's where it's moved to is perfectly fair. I mean, this is a. Uh, look, if you're a Warriors backer, I think you and you were you were backing them before the series. I think you got to look at it a lot of the way that you and I were looking at it from a Celtics side of the things, Matt. Where, uh, like, I don't think there's anything you saw in Game One that you should be terrified about to not make you think you can come back and win Game Two if you are the Warriors. Where, so I guess if 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 I wasn't on anything for this game and I was a Warriors backer pre-series. I I don't know that I'd be jumping on the series price, but probably splashing the series price a little bit and game two a little bit uh, from a Warriors standpoint. Now I'm not doing that, you know, with really this game one win, Matt. I, I think I'm going to be kind of boring in game two. It's it's a prop player two for me on player side, but I don't want to go. This is I mean this is it, I, you know you hate saying this stuff in game two, right? But it's kind of a must win game for the Warriors, and I I got too much respect for Kerr. Curry and that organization to jump on the Celtics side, but it would it would be Celtics or pass for me getting plus four and a half. I mean, I'm not going to be. I bet you we see a five at some point in town here. There's four and a halfs already popping. If it gets to five, I might have trouble staying away from the Celtics, but yeah. I, I think it's going to be a pass on the game for me. And right now, I'm sitting I'm sitting pretty with with series prices and stuff. I'm happy where I'm at. If you're not on the Celtics already. Uh... Would you just go ahead and play correct score at this point instead of laying the 170? Would you try to hit like Celtics and six at plus 270? Yes. I assume these are the updated prices that we have here. But I uh, absolutely would. Wes. I mean, I just, I, I mean, I think the adjustment is the right adjustment here. That doesn't necessarily mean you're getting value. I think it's a fair price, though. Yeah, I think I would almost be willing to, to play the, the, the. The four one even at five. I mean mm-hmm. five fifty mm-hmm. is it seems like That's a lot. I'd grab. I think I'd grab both those. I'd grab the four two and the four one yeah. at this point. Yeah, it just it. Again, there's a lot of things we saw in that game that really do point to, and one of the things being three of seventeen from the floor for Jason Tatum. That's not going to happen again, right? So I, I, and they a, were st- he was still plus in the fourth mm, quarter. The problem is we can play this game all day, right? Like where I can say, like, you know, if I want to play the Warriors side of that, Matt, right? It's the are you going to get that from Derek White now Horford every night? No, probably not. But like you said, you're not going to get. It balances back. It balances out, back yeah, out. Yeah. 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 It so just, all it is it just balances back out with everything. It is never too early to talk the NFL. Not here on Primetime Action, it's not. We're going to talk some NFL MVP on the other side. It is Primetime Action here on a Friday. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VSIN.com to check out the current betting splits data. The betting splits page will show you where money and bets are moving for every game. Updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, just another way that VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Kelly, you failed me. I didn't know if you were. Wa- you I didn't know me. if you were making fun of my data, you, or if you were making, or if you were waiting for the splitting bets. You failed me, and um, it hurts. You know what, Wes? Because they made fun of me when I said, uh, "What I said was it data or route?" No, data, data and data are fine. I think you can interchange. Take that oh, for data. Is, are you a data or data? This is such garbage. I, I got attacked data? on this show for saying because you got to go with uh, who was it? Uh, David Fisdale. The take that for data. Yeah, data, data. I, I, I'm, I'm okay with either one. Like that, I'm fine with. What did we give you? Because you said you said root instead of route. Like a no, guy no, ran no. A it's route. something else. Root. It's something else. We're all not thinking of the word. See, I think it's because you guys have McNeil on so often. You get these Canadian pronunciations. Like you notice how oh. they always do organization. Oh, Wes, you have organization. No, you, you have no idea. Matt has. If Gil helped helped make Andy's career, Matt has helped tear it down because he he Andy would say hurricanes and then Matt would point that out and now it's so in Andy's head that he cannot talk about the Carolina Hurricanes without saying it both ways and tripping himself up. And and he actually uh, two times ago that we had him on, he in the middle he. He had just admitted it. He like admitted he, it. He, his his brain was was going both ways so yeah. badly. He said, "I don't even know how to say it now." He's yeah. like, "I just I don't even." He know He full that. on admitted that Matt had or had screwed up it's his just head. Just dialect when he, that we have to appreciate. Yeah. Like it's, we say organization, and every Canadian uh, hockey broadcaster you hear on the on the television or see on the television always says organization. <laughs> we didn't bring it up yet, Matt, but we've got a big event coming up later in the show. Um, I don't know if any of you at home have been watching the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Um, I saw the, everyone obviously has. Obviously, yeah. everybody obviously has. So we're going to put everybody to the test here, including myself, Matt, and Wes. Later in the show, six thirty Pacific time, nine thirty Eastern. There will be money on the line to see who can spa- uh, pass the primetime action spelling bee. Mark it down. So if you guys have been uh, listening to us each and every night, which I know you have. You know that I'm doing, uh, I was doing a little bit of an experiment with the number one overall pick in the 2023 NFL draft. Well, I decided if it was worth doing in the 2023 NFL draft, it should probably be worth doing in the NFL MVP market as well. Because if the number one overall pick in the 2023 draft is highly, highly, highly likely to be a quarterback, and given everything that we know right now, there are seven to eight different quarterbacks that people have mentioned that have the, the potential to be the number one overall pick in the 2023 draft. So with that, 
we know that the NFL MVP award is basically a quarterback award. All we have to do is look at the odds, and it tells us that the MVP award is a quarterback award. If we start at the top, Josh Allen, 7-1, to one, Patrick Mahomes, 9-1, to one, Aaron Rodgers, 10-1, to one, Justin Herbert, 10-1, to one, Tom Brady, 10-1, to one, Joe Burrow, 12, Russell Wilson, 14, Matthew Stafford, 15, Dak Prescott, 16, Jalen Hurts, 18, Kyler Murray, 20, Derek Carr, 22, Lamar Jackson, 25, Deshaun Watson, 28, Matt Ryan, 40, Tua, 40, until we get to Debo Samuel at 50. Wes, what do all of those guys that I just have in, have in common that I just mentioned? Yeah, they yeah. are all quarterbacks. They're all quarterbacks. It's a quarterback award. And so if that if that is kind of how I think that this award is going to go, well, I'm going to try to make a portfolio mm-hmm. of longer shot quarterback guys that have a path, in my opinion, to getting themselves in the mix for for the MVP, and then maybe I find myself in a really interesting position once we get a little bit closer to guarantee myself to make some money. And so I went in and started building a portfolio on the MVP side of things. First and foremost, I will tell you to shop around. We have on the screen right there that that Jalen Hurts is 18 to 1. I know for a fact you can get him at 40 to 1. And that is where I started building the portfolio here, which was uh, Jalen Hurts at 40 to one, And the reason I did this, Wes, is because I look at this Eagles team and there is a clear path to them winning that division. Right. He got an upgrade at the wide receiver position by getting A.J. Brown to come to town and you get a year two of a very productive rookie receiver anyway. Mm-hmm. And now you get a year two of him. I look at Hertz with the dual threat as well so he can add with his legs to go along with the fact that if they were to, let's say, Let's say, you know, perform at their 90th percentile and, you know, they're sitting at an eight and a half or nine win total, depending on where you look at. Say they exceed that and get into that 11 win total, uh, get in, you know, 11, 12 ish wins or something like that on the season. They win that division. They find themselves kind of lurking in one of the, for, for one of the top seeds in the, in the whole NFC. If that's the case, Jalen Hurts likely played very, very well. It right. was a very big part of them getting that done. And again, with it being a quarterback award, mm-hmm. getting him in the portfolio at 40 to one was a place I wanted to start. No, I think that that's a very good place. And I know that Wilson, you guys mm-hmm. got a price very early yeah. before the trade, I think was even finalized. Cause that's what I did for the Broncos Super yeah. Bowl future. I did not have the foresight to go mm-hmm. ahead and follow suit on the MVP, but still got a good number on the uh, Broncos Super Bowl future. Nonetheless, but one that interests me on the left-hand column a little bit more toward the bottom you took a long shot with a guy that is in a contract year and that would be one Kirk Cousins at 100 to 1 who now has an offensive coach in Minnesota he has Kevin O'Connell the uh, former Rams offensive coordinator and this is a this is a bet on kind of a little bit of the same deal that I was talking about with Jalen Hurts I think there's a fairly clear path for this Vikings team to win the division. Like, I don't think that is just a slam dunk now for this Packers team because we don't know for sure what Aaron Rodgers, he's, he's going to be great. He's Aaron Rodgers, but we don't know for sure if the production is still going to be the same without having an alpha number one receiver, which he's had Mm -hmm. basically his entire career there for green Bay. And so I do think that there is a, a decent chance that won the Vikings win the division, like you said, the coaching change gets more opportunities for Kirk Cousins. And let's not forget, you have Justin Jefferson on this team as well, who, by the way, I took a shot on Offensive Player of the Year at a long shot number for Justin Jefferson for Offensive Player of the Year, who, if you look at all the projection systems out there, is one of the top four to five receiving. Uh, we have like a goal? Goal horn, yeah. Lightning. Lightning. Yeah, it's a power play goal, but it's not for the New York Rangers, as Sam Rosen would call it. It is for the Tampa Bay Lightning, I believe. Was that Kucherov? Yeah, it was Kucherov. Yep. Well, I don't know. He might have been on the deflection. Yeah, he so had I got to wait for the shot. official. So uh, I don't we'll know if it hit that. three other people on the way. I want to see if Perry got his stick on that because that goes right over the pad over Igor Shosturkin. So looks like Corey Perry's going to get the goal. That's the sixth in the playoffs, fifty-first in his playoff career. One nothing Lightning. Three minutes in. I'm going to give Kucherov the goal. How did they score that that way? You know, he did all the work. He you just put his stick out. Should be, you know what it should be? It should, it, it, it should get half goals. You should. Like that you should, should be half a goal. I, I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't yeah. know why they don't do that. Yeah. Because it was Kucherov's shot, and then Perry yeah. must have just got a small piece of the stick on it. They're, 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 they should give half goals. Partial credit. This is, we're coming up with great rules. Uh, we're just changing rules to every yeah. sport on this show. That should be a thing as well. You should get, you should get partial credit. 
Definitely. Look, how did did he even? It touch really, it, it really deflected did. off the Rangers yeah, defenders. That's what stick I thought. More than it did Corey Perry. That's what I thought. Ah. All right. Well, Tampa Bay up on nothing. Yeah. Liverpool. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, so anyway, Kirk Cousins is is based off of like you said. So now we have a coach in there that I think is going to change the way that this offense functions. He has a top five receiver in all of the NFL and Justin Jefferson. And if that were to be the case, if they end up winning that division, if Justin Jefferson has a monster season, if Kirk Cousins takes this team to, again, 12-ish wins, something like that, to where they're in the mix for one of the top seeds in the NFC, I think he's going to find himself at least in the discussion. And then at that point, that gives mm-hmm. me some options, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm holding a 100-to-1 ticket. I can start to, to, to maneuver for whoever may or may not be the favorite. Are you going to add any, like, maybe chalkier guys to this? Or are you kind of just going for middle price or longer shot guys? Like, you know, there's not a lot there if you're going with somebody like a Justin Herbert at 10-1, yep. to who I think is going to have a great season. I actually really like the Chargers in that division, even though I got a Broncos mm-hmm. Super Bowl future. So do you think you're going to add any of these guys in the teens before the summer's I, I don't think before the summer's over. I think this is one where I'll start adding these guys once we get deeper into the season if I feel like any of these other long shot guys are live and then I can just kind of lock in mm-hmm. some sort of profit. The other thing you'll probably notice as well is all these guys that I took these long shots on are in the NFC because yes. it is it's a more, yeah. much better it's more path. more wide open. Yeah, yes. a much better path to those guys having monster seasons than over, like, I think Herbert will, but that's yeah. – I also think Burrow will, and I also think – But there's about Patrick five or six – I mean, it's going to be tough to pick the yep. three Pro Bowl quarterbacks out of the it, AFC it, Exactly. Al, Josh Allen, you know, I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes, all these guys over in, in the AFC. So, I think it's much easier for one of these NFC guys to really stand out, which is why I kind of took the long shots on there. A couple of the other guys that I added in, Trey Lance, who all – everything indicates he's going to start for them 60-1. to 1. On him, Daniel Jones at 150 to one because again, could they backdoor their way into that division as well? So just kind of building the portfolio here on these longer shot guys. Come back, primetime action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Raise your tequila and your game. Join the Taste of Victory Challenge presented by Sincoro Tequila and compete free for your share of $15,000 in total prizes. Enter this three-part prediction pool series and play and make your hoops predictions to shoot for a share of the cash. Head to DraftKings.com slash now and get in on the action. Sincoro Tequila, life well played, 21 or over. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com for details, and please drink responsibly. Wes, we looked this up um, because that's what we do around here. We dig in. We're the hard-hitting reporters here on uh, Primetime Action. Hard-hitting investors. No stone unturned, no village unpillaged on this show. Tinquila is is the uh, love child of five different NBA owners who got together to to make a tequila because, you know, when you're too rich – yeah. You just that's what you do. One you, of which you is just Michael make Jordan. Beverages. Yes. yes, one of which is Michael Jordan. So he is uh he is one of the five that is behind this Sincoro tequila. Yeah, well we'll see if uh I'm guessing maybe some tequila could be being served in the garden and uh some happier Ranger mm-hmm. fans uh consuming that because they just uh scored the equalizer here. Keandre Miller with the goal, Frank Petrano, Chris Kreider on the assist, so now one to one. Stoppage in play, first period, just about six minutes gone, one apiece. So uh, real, real quick, Kelly, because we didn't get through all of those all those uh, deals on the graphic there, just so I can explain a little bit further. Yeah. For for everyone, I did to, again because I took a long shot on on Daniel Jones because I believe that there's again a a path to them potentially uh, being able to win that division. And if that's the case, look, it's gonna it's going to be because again, coaching change. I am I'm pretty convinced that. That that Dayball's sharp, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty convinced that he's that he's good. Yes. So if if there's anything if there's anything in the tank for Daniel Jones, I think that he will figure out a way to maximize it. 
You you would think so. And look, uh, we didn't get a lot of glimpse of it during the regular season. Mm-hmm. But when you say these preseason games don't matter, you can make some observations on it. And I thought Dayball was very good for Mitchell Trubisky. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're seeing Mitchell Trubisky, I think, get a second chance to at least be the starter for this year in Pittsburgh before they inevitably go to Kenny Pickett. But that was the one thing about Trubisky. Maybe Trubisky could always play, but he just didn't fit with Matt Nagy, square peg, round hole type of deal there in Chicago. So Brian Dable knows what he's doing. And this was a guy that was good enough to get a job last season. But we know how the NFL coaching carousel works. You got to get out there for interviews. And it's like, he interviewed well. We just went with another guy. But we really think a lot of this guy. And then the next following year is when he gets the gig so the Giants offense you got to think is going to improve I mean look they added the receiving core Mm -hmm. can Saquon Barkley stay healthy though for those guys uh the last one I added a super long shot again at 150 to 1 Jameis Winston this goes along to if you look Jameis before he got hurt last year was was playing pretty good Mm -hmm. football Mm -hmm. for this team and that was without I might add Michael Thomas so now you get, Mike, you get Michael Thomas back, you add Olave, you add Jarvis Landry, and then you also have Alvin Kamara. So everything is in place for Winston to have a big season, again, if he's any good at all, right? I mean, yeah. like, like if he's any good, that is still to be determined, but that's why he's 150 to 1 in this. And then the other thing to to consider here and to, to think about is, and listen, we don't wish injury on anyone, all that, but like, you know, they're probably one injury away from being the favorite in this division as well, right? If something were to yeah. happen to Tom Brady or yeah. if Tom Brady happened to miss, if he had to miss five or six games due to some sort of something, uh, I think this division would be up for grabs. And if that's the case again, then Jameis, I think, puts himself at least in the conversation. And so uh, 151 on him. And then I took some long shot offensive player of the year. Uh, bets as well because what they've done with Offensive Player of the Year, Wes, as you well know, is they're like, hey, we're not going to call the MVP a quarterback award, mm-hmm. even though it is. So we give the Offensive Player of the Year so we throw to a someone bone else. The yes. running backs yes. and the receivers yeah, to and someone the else. Yes. Yeah. So someone else gets to win an award because we're never going to give you MVP. Um, because again, if Cooper Cup didn't win MVP, if some of these guys, you know, Randy right. Moss and his whatever didn't win MVP those seasons they put up, it's just going to be a quarterback every year. And so, um, I took Justin Jefferson is, again, that goes along the same lines with the Kirk Cousins deal. New offense. I think that they're going to have a big year. If you look at all the projection systems, again, he's inside the top four in every single projection system out there for production this year at the wide receiver position. A couple, uh, three running backs I took as well. Uh, Aaron Jones at 60 to one, Elijah Mitchell at 66 to one, and then JK Dobbins at a hundred to one. And basically what I did here, Wes, is I went in with, with Mitchell and Dobbins. I went into two offenses in which I think that there could be a chance that they become workhorses and Mm -hmm. just run the ball an Mm -hmm. absolute incredible amount in offenses that might actually move the ball and score a bunch of touchdowns in the 49ers in the, in the Ravens. And then on the Aaron Jones side of things, I start to wonder if Aaron Jones isn't like the de facto like wide receiver one B right. essentially, right. right? So he's not only getting tons of carries, but he's also just catching a ridiculous amount of balls mm-hmm. out of the backfield. And now we're talking about one of these like, you know, 2,000 yard combined type seasons with receive, rushing and receiving with, with Aaron Jones. And so I did want to take a chance on him as well with no real proven kind of alpha receiver there for, for the Packers. One that I want to go back to mm-hmm. in your portfolio here is Jameis Winston because mm-hmm. I've mentioned a couple times on this network, I think the Saints are going to be a dark horse mm-hmm. this year. And I think that they're going to be a lot better than the market gives them credit for because look, they finally, I think, committed to a quarterback. I know it was only a two-year yeah. contract, so it's not like a long-term commitment. It's a very short-term relationship. But I think they finally said, okay, we're done with Taysom Hill. We're done yeah. with him, the tight end playing quarterback here. And I also think, and this is going to sound absurd to, to say, because, look, this is a Super Bowl-winning coach in Sean Payton, you know, who may end up being in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. It may not be done coaching yet, by the way, even though he is going to the studio, I believe, at Fox. But – I think maybe this is good for the Saints to have a new voice because I think even a successful Super Bowl winning coach like Sean Payton, sometimes it goes stale, Matt. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And and sometimes you stop listening or maybe he's not reaching players anymore. Clearly he wasn't on the same page with Michael Thomas, who I think he's maybe going to have a very good year Mm -hmm. this year because, number one, he doesn't have kind of a noodle arm Drew Brees throwing him the football. Jameis Winston can throw the football down the field. Now, sometimes it's going to get intercepted and run back for touchdowns, but he can get you the ball 
ball down the field. And I just think Dennis Allen, even though it was a promote from within and he's a defensive guy, was the defensive coordinator there in New Orleans, but I just think having a new voice as the head coach is a really good thing for this team. Yeah, I do too. And so I think it's, I think it's fairly interesting. Again, 150 to 1 was it, the number is just too good to pass. I on. just found a 200. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Here in town? Yeah, here in town. So, yeah, I just bet. I, I like your Kirk Cousins one and because I'm on the Vikings with you, too, there. And, uh, yeah, I like you guys are talking about. I think the Saints are – I think they're live in the NFC this year. And, like, he's got a lot of weapons. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. for – you know, no disrespect to Mike Evans and everything, but this might be the most amount of weapons James Winston's ever had on a team to go with this offense this yeah. year. Well, especially considering you you have – distinct roles for all right. of these guys. Like there's, it's not one of these deals where it's like, oh, you have three speedsters. So it's going to be tough. To get, like, no, I mean, you've got a, one of the, if not the best kind of possession guys in Jarvis Landry, you're going to be able to get, you have a vers- very versatile receiver in Olave. And then you got Michael Thomas, who I think, you know, listen, we hadn't seen him since he was coming back from the injury, but pre injury was a consensus top five, six, seven ish mm-hmm. receiver in the NFL. And then again, you have Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield who, if you can hit him on some, some, uh, some passes can do some damage as well. So I, I definitely like that number. And if there's a 200 Kelly, I might add just a, a smidge more. I think you will. Yeah. yeah. On it as well. Uh, all right. So Gil in here, we're going to talk some tennis anyway. Um, we have moved on. We know who is going to be playing in the uh, women's final. We talked a little bit about that yesterday in Iga Swiatek and Coco Golf. Um, Coco Golf. Side note, her and her her and her uh, partner did actually win doubles this morning, so they move on to the final. So she is in the the doubles final and the uh, and the singles final. No doubles walkover. What is yeah, she? No, no yeah. doubles walkover. She went out and won it, and so she's in the doubles final and yeah, in, with uh, Jessica Pegula. Yeah, I believe they won the doubles this morning in the uh, in in the finals in both. And you know, you look at this West. Look, the the price is appropriate on Iga. She's won thirty four straight matches. This is her best surface as it is. Anyway, Coco Goss first finals. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going against Coco. I mean, like, you know, I, I know a lot of people who have futures on Iga and they're wondering, you know, do I do I hedge at all? I, I don't think Coco wins. If anything, maybe if maybe just put yourself in a position to to win, like to to win both, if you really do want to kind of hedge yeah. a little bit, so maybe like Coco plus five and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. like uh, I kind of call that the hedge middle, yeah. right? You know, where it's like, okay, I've got some room to win both, mm-hmm. rather than just taking straight money line and dramatically reducing my profit because I think Ega, I don't know what she was pre-flop, but I know that she was the favorite, so you probably weren't getting like huge numbers on her to begin with. And then over on the men's side, uh, Rafael Nadal moves on after. He did get a retirement. It wasn't a walkover, but it was a retirement. Um, Three hours, and they didn't even finish two sets yeah, before. Zverev with yeah. just a gruesome ankle roll. Uh, man, it, it's like I hate lower leg injuries, so it was just kind of gross to watch for me. And then Casper Ruud moves on, and he finds himself as a plus 390 underdog to Rafael Nadal. This is this is Nadal is not losing this match. No. There's, <laughs> Nadal's no. not losing this match. It's just not – just not going to happen here. We'll update some golf odds for you as well. On the other side, it is primetime action here on a Friday. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is primetime action here on a Friday. Matt Kelly Wes on the desk with us here. We are 1-1 Tampa Bay and the New York Rangers. The Lightning, I think, just stifled a power play there for the Rangers. About five and a half left in the first period. In that one, Wes, I know we're only kind of watching with one eye here, but um, it seems as if it's been fairly even. It doesn't look like as if one team has kind of been dominating here. I'm yeah, not really. not really. It was Tampa Bay mm-hmm. early on when they got that goal. By the way, to clean that up, it was credited to Kucherov. If you did bet that as a prop, it looked like they, they initially, I think, gave it to Perry, but I think upon review, didn't hit Perry's stick, so Kucherov rightly gets the uh, goal. Uh, Lightning did just kill the penalty 86% in the playoffs. That's it's better in their regular season market, 81%. So, Lightning a little bit more aggressive so far. They're one for one on the power play. Rangers 0 of 2. So, relatively even through the first 15 minutes, I would say. We'll do the we'll do the full update at the top of the hour, but you're you're looking good in your Phillies bet. Just to like, yeah, know. Bryce just <laughs> hit a uh, three-run bomb here. Now seven to nothing. So uh, Philly's looking at least yeah. a little bit spry and inspired in their first game under Robbie Thompson. Yeah, so it is uh, looking good for you there. So over on the Memorial side of things, we are looking at some updated odds here. As we look at the leaderboard, if we just want to kind of go up and down and see how everybody performed today. Cameron Smith at the top. He goes three under to uh, lead the way at eight under. K.H. Lee, who I guess has just decided he's one of the best golfers in the world. Yeah, now. He's, yeah, not, yeah. he's not just a Dallas yeah. golfer, apparently, yeah. down there at uh, Craig Ranch for the Byron Nelson. Uh, tied for second. Uh, Denny McCarthy, you might have guessed where he gained the most, and that's with the putter mm-hmm. like he does pretty much every single time. But at least, yeah, and actually around the green, too. I think he's gained like three strokes combined putting and around the green. And the ball striking, at least he's not losing, but he's not gaining substantially. Billy Horschel shoots four under today to get a, t- a T4 position. One under for Cam Young to T4. Davis Riley, one under to T4. Jonathan Vegas with a three under round. He's at T4. Luke List, one under to be at T4 as well. Some other names, Rory McIlroy at T9, Keith Mitchell at T9, Sung J.M. T13, Joaquin Neiman, a little bit of a move today to get to T13, Patrick Cantlay with a three under round at T17, Shane Lowry never got it out of neutral today, so he finished even par, but he's still T17 in this one. An over par day for Zalatoris drops him down to T17. John Rahm was two under and finds himself at T24 in this thing. So, 
As we look at the updated odds, I mean, Cam Smith is three to one. <laughs> I mean, wait, can, can we play the game first? That I think helps Matt of how far back with a guy like Cam Smith eight under on top. How far back is too far back to you guys heading into the weekend? If it was anybody other than Cam Smith, like the deal about it being Cam Smith is I think it's a little further back than I would normally say because we have seen him drive the ball so poorly yeah. at times that if the driver just complete if he just completely loses the driver, I could see him going yeah. one or and, two. And over. so far this week, it's been what Cam Smith does is he gains with the putter and he gains around the green. Uh, I was watching some of the second round earlier this afternoon. His chipping is just so good. Mm. And those little pitch shots around the green, because these are fast greens uh, there at Muirfield Village. So you're going to see balls roll off and they're not going to stay on. So you're going to have to hit little 20-yard short pitch shots to get up and down. And Cam Smith did that, I think, in terms of his strokes gained. Uh, 1.65 with the putter, 310 with uh, around the green. Not really gaining much in terms of his ball striking. Pretty much about a net zero so far. So is that going to come around this weekend? I don't necessarily know. But you look at these guys at the top, like Cam Smith, like McCarthy. These are guys that have really gained on the green. And that's usually where you're going to see the regression more mm. often than not, right? Are the guys with the short game. And then the approach game, I think, uh, usually is going to stay true. And approach pretty much does that every week. So the guys really good on approach so far this week, Aaron Wise, Luke List, KH Lee, Rory McElroy has actually been very good on approach. He's usually better OTT. He's always one of the top guys, but the approach game gained 2.19 on approach. So just looking where I stand right now, the guy I have the most in the mix is Cameron Young. And then I also have Sun JM. Those are my only two guys, I think. I think probably if you're I don't know if I'd go down to two under, but I think if you're three under for or better, that, you're in this for the weekend. Yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking too. Like John John Rom, you know, for what he's done here before. That's sticks, an exception. Yeah, right? sticks out a bit at two, but otherwise, I'm with you. I, th I think I'm with you, Wes. I think three under. Because you're right, Matt. Cameron Smith can be pretty. I mean, he can be pretty volatile, and then you've got well, look. He's because he, he's neutral right now off the tee. Right. Like. That could go the other direction, yeah. and yeah. then if that's the other direction, then that could affect all these other numbers where he's mm -hmm. so great. Because mm -hmm. if he's putting himself so far out of position, yeah. then some of these other some of these other numbers. And if you look one at thing the, too that I think is interesting, like when you look at scrambling, you look. We sometimes it's listed by percentage, but you look at the attempts here. He's already had to get up and down 18 times, and he's mm. done so 15 of the 18, so 83.3. So that's a lot of yeah. up and downs that you've had to do for two I rounds. I mean, he's good, but, yeah, that's yes. a lot. That's a lot. You're right. You're right. It, but there's I, – I guess my point is you got him at the top, but then there's there's not a lot of names you're too scared of, right, until you a get down to that A lot of guys trying to get their first win. McCarthy, range. Davis Riley, Johnny Vegas hasn't won in a while. Cameron Young, of course, mm. trying to get his first win. That's why I'm like, I'm just going to keep betting him until he does. I'm just going to be stubborn as a mule here, but it might be this weekend. I don't remember seeing Francesco Molinari on the coverage at all today. He's sitting yeah. at 500. I watched so much today, I don't remember seeing him once. I, I could not have told you he was 500 par. I, I think – uh, I'm pretty sure I said it on the show last night. I was going to bet Neiman after that round yesterday. Of course, I didn't at like 70 to one. So I don't know how interested I am at 25 because that's how betters' minds work. But I still kind of, uh, yes, I still kind of like him. I'm not going to go bet it now. Um, but yeah, I think down to that range, in that range, it gets interesting. But man, it, this feels like a Rory weekend coming at us. It does. Yeah. You just you, you think the the freight train is coming? I think the freight train is coming. I think you, you can see it a little you bit. You know, today. you think it's going to come pretty soon. Is it going to come this week or is it going to be? Is the RBC at Glen Abbey? I think it is next week, and he has won that. He, I believe he's won that event before. So. Uh, Rory McIlroy, you, you kind of feel like he's going to win really soon because he's been in contention already in two majors this year, that great Sunday 64 at the Masters, mm -hmm. and then in the PGA, kind of fell off Saturday and then did what he does, rally in the final round, then kind of hit a wall as he made the turn. But Rory at some point I think is going to get it done. It may be this week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
don't know how to do a goal. We have a really we don't. have a goal in in the garden already. So now uh, two to one. Uh, we'll see who that goal was. Two twenty eight left to go. I think it was Kako assisted by Adam Fox. So uh, two to one. Uh, Lightning in some trouble early on yet again. The Canadian Open will be played at St George's Golf. Okay, course it's year. not at Glen Abbey this year, but that's the uh, that's a Nicholas design up there in Ontario. So nevertheless, uh, RBC uh, somehow put together some elite players in the field despite that uh, live golf event that is going to debut. Did you see these uh, these sky seats that they're doing for for the RBC? Uh, yes, I did. Yes, like for, on a crane. Yes, yeah, so which like, would terrify it's, me. It's a bar. Yeah, and seats and like they and then they crane you up. And then you just have like a sky view of the. This is like what I always talk about with the the thing out here, the high roller or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you better feed me a lot of drinks because otherwise mm-hmm. uh, Kelly's gonna be panicking in that little thing. You are not. You're not a height. I'm guy. not a heights guy. At not, all, I'm not though. either. Yeah, you put me that little that crane lift I saw that picture of today, Matt. I was like, that yeah. looks terrifying. They're, they're like, they're they're like, no, you can go up. There's a bar on it, and you're like, no, no, I need the bar now. <laughs> yeah. I, need, no, I, need I need the bar, the bar on the ground before yeah. and while I'm up yeah. there. I need yeah. the bar on the ground, <laughs> and I'll get the bar in the air as well, but I need it on the, on the ground. I need exactly. it now. Exactly. I, need a, I need a double. Maybe I got a pre, yeah, I got a pregame before I get up there. Uh, so, uh, anyway, these updated odds. Cam Smith, 3-1. to one, Rory McIlroy, 8-1. to one, Cam Young, 10-1. to one, Davis Riley, 12-1. to one, K.H. Lee, 14. Billy Horschel, 14. Denny McCarthy, 16. Luke List, 22. Joaquin Neiman, 25. Aaron Wise, 25. Johnny Vegas, 25. Sung Jay is 28. Rom even at two, six strokes back, is at 30. Cantlay at 30, Keith Mitchell 35, and then Shane Lowry 35. Wes, I mean, I mean, you know, look, we, you and I have a couple of guys that are lurking. Kelly's mm-hmm. got some of the guys that are lurking. Like, mm-hmm. oh, if let's just pretend we had nobody. We needed to get, we we were going to get in. This is, is there, a good practice. It was so much easier yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I have it, no idea who I'd say right. Is now. there is there anything that you? could possibly recommend. If I'm right going now. down yeah. the board a little bit, not going with mm-hmm. one of the chalky guys, because I would say McElroy, like yeah. Kelly was just saying to piggyback off him. Sunjay M 28 to one. And I know you and I yeah. both have him pre tournament at around mid thirties to close to 40. The irons are coming back for Sunjay. And look, I thought he was very good last week mm-hmm. at colonial T 15, never really contended, but had that time off due to COVID. He went and played that event in Korea and he came off off the deck with a really good start. So TD Green, that game is good. And you just got a feeling he's probably going to make a couple putts this weekend. Always been really good at Augusta. Very much a parallel to Mirfield Village. If I had to make a bet, Matt, it would be Sung J M or Joaquin Neiman. Luke List only two back and at 22. He's one on tour, guys. He's one on tour. Final hour. Primetime action coming back. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.